I'm Sarah Harsh, and this is 10 Minutes of Grace. What's your purpose? Why do you do what you do? When that alarm goes off in the morning, why do you get out of bed? What motivates you? Are you tired of striving for more time and money and acceptance? Do you feel constrained to fit your life into this neat little box? And will you ever become the image that you see in other people's eyes? Maybe we all need a little more grace. And maybe we could all give a little more grace. Well, I will probably go to my grave with my family forever remembering me always asking them this question in every moment, whether they're failing miserably or basking in great successes, in all circumstances, what's your purpose? Have you ever thought about this question? Well, my goal is to help you open up a discussion in your own mind and heart for finding freedom, freedom in your faith to be honest and real, for finding direction, a direction down a clear path of God's will and connection, connection to love others with the greatest compassion, a purpose that leads you to a little more grace. Thank you for joining me here at 10 Minutes of Grace. I hope today's conversation encourages you. Freedom is our purpose. What does it mean to be quiet? Stop talking, no noise, silence, still. When you're at a concert, a lecture, a movie, a wedding, a funeral, or church, have you ever been shushed? Is it godly or good to be silent? Should we never talk? Well, 1 Timothy 2.2 says, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. 1 Timothy 2.11 says women learn in silence. 1 Thessalonians 4.11 says men study to be quiet. Quietness, what does it mean? Children should be seen and not heard. Well, what about Philippians 1.4? It says we are much more bold to speak the word without fear. 1 Thessalonians 2.2 says, We were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. 2 Corinthians 7.4 says, Great is my boldness of speech towards you. Paul was very bold in his speech. So we have some conflicting information here. So how do we handle or reconcile these verses? When should we be silent? And when should we speak boldly? So let's go back to Genesis. We're going to look at Genesis chapter 2, 15 to 18, and Genesis 3, 1 to 6. Did you know that Adam was not deceived by Satan? 1 Timothy 2, 14. Adam knew what Satan was saying was wrong in Genesis. But how did Adam know? Well, I think because God told Adam directly Adam walked and talked with God before Eve was even formed. Adam knew some truths that Eve didn't. Eve was deceived, 
she didn't know something that Adam knew. Adam was the older and more experienced, for Adam was formed first. But Eve did all the talking with Satan. Satan attacked the most vulnerable, and she was pretty easily persuaded. Did Eve even ask Adam for his input? Was she even willing to listen to Adam? Pride comes before a fall, Proverbs sixteen eighteen and 1 Timothy 3, 6. Eve was not strong in her knowledge, and Adam didn't say anything even though he had knowledge. Was Adam being humble? Adam's silence was not humility. He was holding back his knowledge and pride. And Eve, she didn't even ask for his opinion. Eve spoke without knowledge, and Adam knew the correct answer, but he chose not to speak. They did not communicate. Eve should have communicated with Adam, had a conversation, and then used his knowledge to help her make a decision. It's not a matter of men being smarter than women, but it's just a matter of respect and older and being wiser. And that's not always the case. In some instances, the older or elder should be given consideration just due to their age and experiences. So now let's look at another situation. In 1 Corinthians 11, Paul goes into more detail about this orderliness with communication and relationships. The Corinthians were not respecting each other and they were getting things all out of order. They were respecting all the wrong people and they were taking advantage of people. And in chapter 11, we're about to hear this thing about head coverings. So what does a hat have to do with silence and speaking and relationships? Well, in the Old Testament, the Jewish people wore caps on their heads to show their relationship to God and that they had respect for his authority over them. His authority signified his greater wisdom and knowledge. And it identified them as wanting to be in a relationship with him. They were his people. They were his and he was theirs. They would make decisions considering their relationship. And so I'm going to use that context to help us understand what Paul is trying to teach us here in 1 Corinthians 11. And this is just my take on this. When you're in a covenant relationship with someone, you're promising to unify with them or at least kind of work towards a common purpose. And when one of these persons in the relationship is knowledgeable about a subject, it only makes sense that you'd listen to them. The person who is listening is standing under the wiser person having their head covered. Adam and Eve were in this marriage covenant and they should make decisions while considering each other. Adam was the wiser, but he was silent. Thus, he was covering his head. Him pretending that he didn't know anything and covering his head led to Eve making the decision on her own, and it was shameful. And Eve's pride for not asking Adam for his opinion was her acting on her own accord without any respect for Adam's wisdom or opinion, thus not having her head covered. This is only the case for marriages, which have a need to act together. Now, single people, they don't need to wear head coverings because they don't have to consider anyone else's opinions except God's. Single people don't, they don't have to care for a relationship with a spouse. But a married couple, they have to care about each other. They, they have to care about what the other person thinks and feels. 
relationships need communication. It's about communication and communication takes love and respect. And in some cases, the woman might be more knowledgeable than the man. And the man needs to stand under her and her wisdom with his head covered. I don't think God was saying that a man is always wiser than a woman. But we should know who wears the covering in what situations. It's love and respect. We respect the one with more knowledge and then lovingly humble ourselves to listen. God wants us to talk and listen. It's just good conversation skills. Husbands, love your wives and listen to them. Wives, love your husbands and listen to them. Well, Eve didn't listen and Adam didn't say anything. And it's an example of bad communication skills. It isn't pigeonholing men and women. There are some men who like to talk and not listen. And there are some women who like to just listen and never talk. But we need to be part of the conversation. We need to learn to talk and listen. We have to do both. Not just one person talking and one person listening. I think God is smarter than that than to put all women in the same box or to put all men in the same box. God teaches us how to have good communication skills. Communication is essential for deep and meaningful relationships, and we are hardwired for connection. God saw that it was not good for Adam to be alone. We need to connect with people. We're the ones who in our flesh took it to mean that men get to be the power and women have to just shut up and listen. So is it godly to be bold in speech or to be silent? Well, yes, we need to be both and we need to just wait our turn. Everyone should get a turn to talk. This is how we become unified by listening and speaking. When you're silent, you should be listening to someone else talk. This is humbling yourself to listen to that person's opinion. And it's not only being silent, but actually thinking that you could learn something from their viewpoint or their opinion. It's respecting their opinion. Humility is listening to someone share their personal knowledge. We can't just be silent or bold. It's a balance. There's a time to listen and there's a time to speak. Now, preferably, we need to listen before we speak. So there's a bit of a pecking order for the speaking, and I think that's what Paul was demonstrating here with the head covering. The head, or the person with more experience or wiser, should be heard first. Young people, they should respect their elders. Older people, they might not have more knowledge on a subject, but they have a lot of experience, so we need to give them the benefit of the doubt and listen to their experience. But elders shouldn't be the only ones talking. If they understand humility, then they'll also show respect and give the young people the opportunity to speak. God doesn't want us to be totally silent. He wants us to be wise and alert and faithful and sure of truth, studying and charitable. Silence is not the absence of words, but it's the deep presence of wisdom and knowledge. Inner peace, less inner chaos, no comparison, not striving. It's peace and contentment. Silence is born out of humility. Maybe we just need a little more grace. <laughs>